Hello, welcome to the Split Real Podcast. I'm Steve Packnigan. Joining me as always, he's zooming in from a planet far, far away. It's Gabe Acevedo. Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> you had to go with it. You had I, to go with there's it. There's no way. You have to. You have to. How are you doing today? Oh man, I'm I'm just uh just crushing it, you know, as always. Living the life. School's, school's out. It's been out for a little while. I'm loving it. You know, I got the summer to myself, which is great. Uh, I don't have to do anything till I have a couple things in July, but then like I don't really have to do anything until August. It's fantastic. Oh, you know? that's good. This is why we teach. Uh, this is this is what teaching is all about. <laughs> this is the reason. This is why we signed up for this profession. Oh man, people always go like, "Oh, teachers that get the summer off." Yeah, do you know how hard it is to work during the school year? But there's do you know a, how th- bad it is to work there, with students. There's even a better reason we do this: the education it's for the money. money. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, of course. Those big teacher bucks. Are you kidding me? That big teacher money that we get. <laughs> you know how much this country cares about teachers. We Absolutely. love teachers here, and we love recognizing them for Teacher Appreciation Week for one week, where we give them like a $5 gift card to Dunkin' Donuts and then say thanks and then nothing else. No shots, no shots, no shots. Uh, wow. But, uh, <laughs> Just what is it? A $50? <laughs> okay, so. Uh, Actually, I'm to not... be fair, to be fair, I did have a student uh, who gave me a $50, a $50 gift card. Uh, well, uh, I'm not going to say. Great student, great student. Shout outs, shout outs to you if you're listening. Appreciate it very, we, very much. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say obviously names of brands or whatever, but I remember a summer when I was living in Pennsylvania, and it was so good that fifty dollar gift card for whatever it was for a Saturday work day. That's fun. <laughs> oh, that was actually not that bad. That was it was really great. I, I like those. That. I'll those take were great. Those. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, good good uh, times. I'll take those. Those that no, was no, a good I, summer. That was no. a good summer. <laughs> it was a good summer. Good summer for sure. No, I, I no, you know. Just living life. It's it's the perks of being a teacher. Now I get to do nothing. I get to listen to books all summer, read books, get outside, uh, enjoy myself. So it's, yeah, it's I was gonna I, say listen to books because you're not a big reader. Oh, I hate reading, but I listen to. I'm listening to it. I'm on the fourth Dune book right now. Nice. Yeah, listening to it. It's good. I do some like walk and listens. It's great. Enjoy. Awesome. It. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe I'll get something else done. <laughs> you always catch up on. To do. Catch up on a bunch of movies. We'll get a bunch of movies under my belt. So I don't know what this will be the summer of. I've been diving into the Criterion for a lot. Like I watched a couple of uh, Japanese films recently that were really interesting. Very, very different. Uh, I don't know. It's weird. I watched a, like a Japanese comedy from the 80s, which is like weird about two dudes making like a, a guy making ramen and opening a ramen shop. It was a very interesting comedy. And then I saw another one, which happened to also be about food. I think it's called Sweet Beans, which was an interesting interesting film it's a modern film from like 2012 or something that was pretty good they appeal to me of course (laughs) (laughs) no i'll probably dive probably dive into the criterion and uh and do other things what are you going to be doing this summer um finding a place to live because i'm moving when my lease is up in two months um yeah not by choice um so i blame inflation uh you mean toxic capitalism absolutely 100 percent. there we go yep. <laughs> um and unfortunately i'll be working i'll be teaching a summer class when i return from puerto rico because i'm going to puerto rico next week for a week so that'll be fun and writing because you know this firsthand that my job and kayla's job is writing good times good times um, hopefully you come to aera next year for those that don't know 
Absolutely. Doesn't matter. That's the that's the other thing. I need to submit a proposal for ARA. You do. Yes. We're, I'm 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 going. So I want to I want to get excited to go. This so means this at, is, our listeners are like, what are they talking about? So right this now? is not this is not recorded video, but I am currently writing a post-it submit proposal for ARA. <laughs> and if you don't know what ARA is, it's okay. You don't have to search it. You're you don't good. have to worry about it. Don't worry. It's just You're educational good. research and stuff that like educators do. It's all good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> You're fine. Keep living. Not, keep, keep living your life. It's not why you listen. Although for some of you, you're like, why do we listen to this? Uh, no, you're listening for the content. We're talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi today. So the new C- the new series just dropped on Disney Plus, uh, on the Disney Plus machine. Up, the halfway up point. We're at the halfway point. Yeah, we got our third episode finally. We're, we're recording this, uh, you know, a little bit uh, before, you know, uh, the new episode drops, you know, the new episode drops today, I believe. The ep- when you're listening to this, it'll be dropped already. Uh, episode four but you know we're recording it before so um we don't know what happens in episode four but we'll record up to episode three and we're gonna also recap uh the the series that was halo that, <laughs> the uh, future the future emmy winning series halo <laughs> no there's no way this is getting nominated for anything <laughs> don't worry we will talk a lot about that <laughs> christ let's get into it let's do this yeah, so we'll, let's start off with uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. This is uh, the series that we've been actually waiting for for quite some time. I'm actually pretty excited about this. It was it was one of those things that uh, it was rumored for a while. Once they started announcing that Disney was going to make TV series, you know, and especially after the success of The Mandalorian, I think The Mandalorian blew everybody away with its, it, it was, I think it was just really, really successful. Its first live action TV series, really. Um there were rumors of different series they were going to make and they decided on, you know, they're going to do an Obi-Wan one. And there was actually rumors at the beginning, like, Oh, how are we going to do this? Are we going to cast someone to play an older Obi-Wan? And Ewan McGregor was just like, Hey, I'm, I'm still here. You want to cast someone who's like 10 years older than Obi-Wan. You want to do a a 10 year plus thing. It's like, well, guess what? I I'm 10 years older. I'm 10 years older than I was when I played him before. (laughs) And then I think like Reddit got behind it too. And they're like, oh my God, let's do this. And then the Reddit prequel memes uh, subreddit was like all about this. And then here we are. We got a trailer that dropped with, uh, you know, Ewan McGregor gets to reprise his role as the title character, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I mean, we knew this was coming. We got it really excited. There were some good trailers. I think it's interesting because this is the only series that fills in a gap of a character we already know. All of the sequels, are about um you know they, they incorporate the old characters back into it but they're the aged characters mm-hmm. this one now is a younger it's a it's a sequel to the prequel but still a prequel to the original <laughs> it's, like, it's such a weird weird uh, point uh but but i just want to say like how how excited were you for you and mcgregor to come back and reprise this character Listen, I am a Star Wars huge, huge, huge fan, and I was really excited. I think, you know, I'm not a fan of the prequels, um, but I think pretty much everybody can agree that Ewan McGregor as Kenobi was one of the great things of the prequels. So I was really excited to get him back in this role because I do think he made this role his own when these movies came out. Oh, wow. 22, 23 years ago, they started coming out the prequels. Uh, so I was really excited for him. I was excited to see that beard again, uh, <laughs> like most people in the world. Um, and I just wanted to see, you know, we their, their TV shows have been great to fine, but I think mostly great. 
Um, and I wanted to revisit one of the most iconic characters in Star Wars universe. You know, we it's easy to forget that Kenobi is like one of the big ones because we focus so much on Vader and Luke usually or Yoda. Uh, so going back to Kenobi, seeing him in, in, in a different place was really cool. So I was very, very excited um, to see you went back in this role. I was excited too. I mean, I, I think Ewan McGregor is a really great actor. I think he's a little bit underrated, to be totally honest. Um, and he's such an interesting actor just in general. I think he he isn't the most popular actor. I think he's a pretty he's a pretty good actor. He's not he's not the best looking. He's interesting because he's a he's an everyman, but a really good looking everyman. But mm-hmm. not like a he, he doesn't also cut that level of like. Uh, like, like he's not like a Henry Cavill where Henry Cavill's like, oh man, no. oh man. I don't think, I don't, I'm just thinking about this. Has Ewan McGregor ever done like a role where he had to get cut? Like, you know what I'm saying? No. Like get really fit? No, I don't think so. And or I think at that's least one, not at the top of my head. That's one of those things that I think actually really works out really interesting for him because he's, he's been like super skinny. He's been, you know, like more fit, but like he's never been that type of guy. And like, I think that really works for him. And I'm really excited that he's in, he gets to reprise one of his most iconic roles. And he's really excited about this and it's passion for him. Cause he, he loves the character. And I, you can see that within the series as well, I think. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, it's one of his most iconic characters for sure. And I think it plays really well. And I was really excited to see him get a chance to reprise this and see what story they decided to go with, because we have no idea what story they were going to go with. We have no idea what happens with Obi-Wan between uh, the last film um, and, you know, and, and a new hope. We just know that he's like basically in the desert for 30, 20 years or so. Um, But we don't really know what happens. So it was pretty cool to see him get back there. and, And also them to be like, Oh yeah, you are the right character to play, the right actor to play Obi Wan. So mm-hmm. uh, I was really excited about that. Uh, we know Hayden Christensen's back in this. Um, I don't know really what he's doing. He only showed up for I think half of his face for one not, of his... for 0.5 seconds. Yeah, we see like him under a, a, a shade here. Are you excited that he's coming back? Um, sure. I mean, one of the, like I said with Ewan that I think he's one of the worst, one of the best things of the prequels. I think Hayden is one of the worst things of the prequels. I think he is a horrible actor. Um, I hate sand. Um, and our, the non-existent chemistry with Natalie Portman, I will never get over that. But I will say this. I do think, obviously, he was chastised a lot for his performance. I am interested to see what they were going to do or what they're doing or what they are going to give us with him reprising literally Darth Vader, one of the most iconic characters in movie history. Um, Three episodes in, I don't know what, what he's doing or why is he here because he's not even basically, yeah, because he's basically not even in the Vader suit as much because they need the, the physical stature for Vader. So there's another, basically it's another actor. Um, a lot in the Vader suit. Um, so I am, I, 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 if they brought him back as someone who loves things like Clone Wars, Rebels and stuff like that, if they brought him back, I think it's to give us Hayden Christensen at some point, maybe in flashbacks or something and not just him in the Vader suit. So we'll see. Yeah, I, don't, I definitely don't think he's going to be in the... I don't think that's him in the Vader suit. And it's not even his voice. I mean, I was really happy they brought back James Earl James Jones, Jones to do the voice. Mm-hmm. So we're so for, for the record, we, we've watched up to episode three. So if you if you haven't watched up to episode three, then you won't know what we're talking about. But um, 
yeah, so they they do bring back Darth Vader with the Hayden uh, with uh, James Earl Jones voice, who I think that was great. Is he's very active with his voice in this too because he he came back for uh, the Lion King, and I think James Earl Jones was like a little. It seemed a little bit more. It, it didn't seem like his reprisal was that great in the Lion King, but I think mm. in this, his voice is perfect for. Perfect. I mean, it, he is Darth Vader, so I mean, he, absolutely. But I think he has a lot more characterization and more excitement yeah. within it, which is well really and he has to for. elevate when it comes you know he has to elevate his voice because this is the character of Darth Vader this is the height of his power yeah you know, it's a young um strong Vader at literally the height of his control over the galaxy so you you know it it was good hearing his voice and and him keeping it up here because James Earl Jones is old <laughs> so it's yeah. nice you know to hear him with that level of like oh you can definitely pair vader as at the height of his power with the voice that we're getting from james Earl jones as vader so we're getting joel edgerton back and we're getting jimmy smith's back as well uh which i think is a really interesting choice that like a character you totally forget about you forget about jimmy smith's in this as as bail organa uh mm-hmm. leia's father but you know we we get that um i think it was really interesting that the uh, choices to to bring them back and everything like that and I'm, I'm glad we get to see these characters because again it's just like they're aged a little bit and they are aged a little bit so yeah it works it works is this a story i mean not not the story we're given yet uh i don't want to talk about that yet but were you were you looking to get sort of the gap of obi-wan yes this is um something that <coughs> i've wanted and i do think we needed i think this is i i say yes on both wanted first it's the easiest one we all fall in love with you and mcgregor as kenobi kenobi is a fantastic so there's been a lot of clamoring from the fandom to like give us more Kenobi for years now. Mm. Um, so we definitely wanted that. Did we need it? I say yes. I think Kenobi is, you know, like you said, you know, he, he there is a gap of 17 years of him since the end of Revenge of the Sith and the start of A New Hope. Um, so those of you who don't know, Luke Skywalker is supposed to be 17 when we meet him in A New Hope. So we don't know what happened. You know, there are some hints here and there in, in the Star Wars lore, but a lot of most people don't haven't read the Star Wars lore. So it's nice to go back to a story and to a character and to see what happened with him. And again, like you said, we're not talking yet of what we've been given so far, but as the need for the show, I think so. I think it's the great it's a great character to go back to. It's a great character that opens up the possibilities for a lot of story. And it's a character that like you said, we've had we've had people like Bill Organa, um, his um Uncle Owen, it Yoda, a possible Qui-Gon. So it opens is a character that opens the possibilities for the return of other characters that we like and that we probably missed, um, and that we'd like to see. Yeah, I think it's interesting because I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan, so I I'm a Star Wars fan. I, I follow Star Wars, but I've never been like the biggest one, and I never thought like we we needed this. I mean, I think what we're getting is what we're getting. Um, I almost feel like less is more with Star Wars, so I feel mm. like we're getting too much currently. But I this is one that I actually was interested in. I I do I love Ewan McGregor as this, and I know his passion for playing the character is really great. So I'm really excited to see what we're gonna get with it. Um. Now, we start off with two. The series dropped on the Disney Plus machine with uh, two episodes. 
and I'm sure you watched both of them when they dropped at midnight, um, yep. back to back. Cause that's, that's that was, you. So that was a long Thursday to Friday. Cause I saw Top Gun in the evening from nine to midnight. I went at a 10, nine 30 screening. I came home. I watched the first two episodes of Kenobi and I watched the first three episodes of stranger things, slept three hours, woke up and finished the other episodes of stranger things. So I slept <laughs> like three hours in like 30 hours just to it- watch all three things. It was the perfect weekend for like super fans of stuff. Like it was, it was great. Yeah. Oh man. That, that sounds, yeah. So, so we got, we got the first two episodes, which I I watched really back to not back to back, but on on second consecutive days. And then I watched the third episode um, recently. And I I mean, I was just, I was pretty excited about this. You know, I was, was, it's got a lot of hype. It was a limited, they said it's a limited six episode series and that's going to be it. We know it's only six episodes, uh, and they said it's going to be, that's all it's going to be. I mean, who knows? They might add and on And McGregor is already saying, I would love to come back to the character. <laughs> of course he would. Uh, the only problem is, how do you age him that badly uh, between where he is in, you know, you said it's only seven years from, this takes place 10 years after. This is, so it's only seven years until you hope. What happens in the last few episodes that makes him turn into Alec Guinness? <laughs> yeah, he's going to age very quickly in Alec Guinness. <laughs> no offense uh, to Alec Guinness. No, no shots at Alec Guinness. He's pretty good. Actually, he's the only person in the entire series to ever get nominated for an Academy Award, but yep. that's a different story. Um, but man, I guess the, the age the, gap just the goes desert very ages quickly. You. There's, no, there's no moisture in the desert. He just ages. His skin cracks and it turns into him. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Anyway, <laughs> so we, we've got our first three episodes so far, um, and we've watched all three episodes. So if you haven't seen them, then this might not make sense. How How is it living up to the billing so far? Listen, I think it's a really good show. I think it's good. I think it's good. I think it it it. In the first three episodes, we've gotten great moments. I think we've gotten good moments. And I think we've gotten bad stuff. Um, I loved the first episode. Also, shout out to the editing team of the recap of the prequels. That recap was way better than the original three prequels that we got. <laughs> they gave us more emotion in the way they cut that um, that recap of the prequels than we got in those first three movies. And also the score for that recap was also really good. So, John Williams, thank you for coming back for this series. Um, I thought the first episode was great. It was a good reintroduction to this character. Um, you know, we're back in Tatooine because we can never, Star Wars can never escape Tatooine. L- love-hate relationship. Um, so I'm glad that we got that. I we got a f- good surprises. I honestly was not expecting. Um, parenthesis, we're talking about the first three episodes, or there might be some spoilers. So yeah, there'll be spoilers now because of this. Yeah, and go watch it. I was surprised at Leia. I was not mm-hmm. expecting that at all. Me neither. Um, and, or, and Bail Organa returning, Jimmy Smith. So I was really happy um, that we got that. I think that girl is fantastic. We can, For me, I think she's great. Um, that first episode was just a good form. We got the High Inquisitors. I loved the first episode. I thought it was a great, great introduction. I did not like the second episode except the end fight, quote unquote fight. In, in the in the thing everything else i thought it was a very messy and out of place episode and i enjoyed episode three and i loved the last 20 minutes of episode three so for me it's been a roller coaster these first three episodes i think they've given us great things good things and not so good things that's like the summary of those three episodes in my mind yeah my one of my i'm 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 a little bit less enthusiastic about it um 
you know, I was excited for parts of it. Uh, I think you're right. We had some good stuff. We had some okay stuff and we had some bad stuff. Uh, I think the bad stuff is actually a little high for me. Um, only because I feel like this, this, this almost didn't need to be a six episode series. Um, because it just feels like each episode is about 10 minutes too long in my mind. Each episode seems a little bit too long. Uh, but I, I do enjoy some of the parts. You know, I like that we get Leia. That's an interesting story, like going down that vein. Um, we get to visit Alderaan, which is something that, you know, is really cool. It's a beautiful planet. Like, oh, my God, we get green in a Star Wars movie. Yeah. <laughs> and we know what happens to Alderaan. <laughs> yeah, we know what happens. There. <laughs> we know what happens to Alderaan. Spoiler alert, for movie that, spoiler alert for a movie that came out 35 years ago. 45. It gets it blown up. 45. <laughs> oh, 45. Sorry. Oh, my God. 45 years ago. Yeah, it gets blown up. Sorry, Star Wars fans. Uh, if you don't know that Alderaan gets destroyed in the very beginning, that's what happens. <laughs> the Death Star <laughs> tests its power by blowing up Alderaan. <laughs> yep. Uh, oh, we know what happens to Jimmy Smith. <laughs> uh, poor Jimmy Smith. <laughs> uh, no, I mean there were there were there were good parts. Uh, I love I like the idea of the Grand Inquisitors. I like the idea that the the Empire's you know trying to find other like all the Jedi that are spread out across the galaxy, and we know that they're successful with it because they kill a lot of Jedi because there's really none left um, in. By the time we get to A New Hope, we really don't have any left. We have like, I'm guessing what four or five, maybe so, that we that we yeah that we know of technically know of yeah. as it were. Because like ultimately, when when Star Wars came out, there were basically two: yeah, Obi Wan Kenobi and Yoda. and Yoda. And then now, like with filling in all of the extra stuff, we're getting like mm -hmm. all of the other characters, all the that ones that survive and whatever. Yeah. I mean, they literally start with order 66 and the kids like, well, what do we do now? We run. So, you know, they're all over there, over the place hiding. Yeah. So it's, it's really exciting to see some of those things and fill in some of those gaps. I think that was pretty fun. Um, you know, there, there's elements of it that work for me. I mean, I think Obi-Wan's a cool character and uh, his hesitancy to, to be a Jedi again is, is apparent because you know, he knows that if he exposes himself, he can be killed because they're hunting him. Uh, the Grand Inquisitor is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. That trifecta is pretty cool. The fact they have like a, a structure to their, to their, uh, you know, inquisitation. Inquisitation is that a word? I don't know. Inquisitorial Inquisition. squad. Oh, In Inquisition. <laughs> That's what the word is. I'm so stupid. Uh, to their Inquisition. Oh, you God. teach history. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about the Spanish Inquisition. Okay, they're, they they seem like nobody ever suspects the Spanish Inquisition. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh there's a bit too much lightsaber by the by them. I think in my mind, uh, I feel like the number of lightsabers by A New Hope was supposed to be like three, and that's mm -hmm. it. And like you know, like then there there's just a lot of lightsabers. Uh, but I I think that 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 kind of worked. Um, the the third what's what's the person's name? Sister three or something. The like third that? sister. Like, yeah, the third sister. Her character's interesting. I'll put it that way. A uh, little bit too enthusiastic to me. Um, I have a theory with her why yeah. she is, but I like her so far. I have a theory as well, but uh, we don't have to get into that. Um, the fifth brother, which is weird because it's Sung Kang, which is like strange for me because uh, mm. that's, that's Han, if you don't know, from the Fast and Furious franchise. I was yep. like, oh, this is a little weird. Uh and and yeah, there's there's some interesting points and moments in here, which I, I think is is really interesting. Even um even Vivian Lara Blair, who's playing Leia Organa, she she's a hit or miss. I, I don't I don't, I'm not I'm not apt to like 
criticize 10 year old people, uh, 10 year old actors, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, she's a little bit hit or miss. I think some of the direction around her is the problem. I don't think it's her herself. I think that I'm I think with there's, you. I think there's a little bit of the editing and direction around her. That's, that's a little bit of the problem. Um, I mean, she's a 10 year old actress. I'm not going to criticize 10 year old actresses over here. <laughs> like, no, I, I, I'm I, with you. I think she's good. Um, mm-hmm. I actually think she's good throughout. Um, that is very Leia. That is like the Leia, the small Leia that I imagine. Yeah. I do think is that it's it's either the writing or the directing around her that makes her really look annoying or a little just too overblown. But I think she's a cool actress. I think she's pulling Leia pretty well. I think I think there's some misgivings with her uh, running. I think her running doesn't look like a ten year old. It looks more like a like a five year old. If I'm honest, like she I think and, and I, I think that comes down to a little bit of direction. If I'm honest, um, or I think that's the problem. And like set design, like she's running from like in the first episode, she's running from three dudes who are trying to catch her, and like they, and they can't, can't catch, her, catch her, and they're right which, behind her. Yeah, like that is the last Jedi plot. Remember the ship can't catch you because they're running no. out of gas. <laughs> that was so stupid. That was so dumb. Just like hit the gas pedal. Like it's so stupid. Uh but yeah, like like flea can't catch her, like which is weird. Uh my flea's in the first episode. It's really interesting. Yeah. Um uh, there's there's some interesting there's some interesting points. Um I'm 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 pretty excited to see where it goes. I don't really know. Um it's 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 interesting because there's some good character development with Obi-Wan, like he becomes more and more of a recluse. He he hates the empire, but he he's trying to go. He's kind of going back on his his morals. There's some cool stuff like that, but uh, I don't. know. I think it's pretty exciting. I think there's some stuff that doesn't work. I think like there there's a, a parkour moment by uh, the third sister in in the second episode that I'm like, what what is happening? Why is this like weird parkour? And like it doesn't lead to anything. Yeah, he thinks she's you. Batman at one point. She's like looming over the city like Batman. And then parkours her way over to nothing and is late. And I'm like, I have issues with that episode a lot. That episode reminds me of, again, Last Jedi, the gambling planet, that big 45 minute sequence in the gambling planet. I just, you know, I understand the whole rescuing Leia thing, but it just felt, it just felt so out of place. And and actually the directing in that episode, I think it's the low, for me, it's the weakest episode. It just clunky. It was very clunky to me. Yeah. I don't know. And this is one of the problems I'm having with the series is I feel like parts of it are forced, you know, like it seemed like that that scene was supposed to be like a really big and important part. And it just it just didn't seem important. Yeah. And it seemed it seemed like, oh, we have to put a set piece in in order to end this episode. And and that was one of the, the things that didn't work. Same thing with like even this last episode, which I thought was really good, you know, where we get the introduction of Darth Vader and like Darth Vader's like looming and we get to see Darth Vader at the height of his power, which is what every Star Wars fan wants, you know, the yeah. best thing that Star Wars has done since they started making films again was adding in that sequence at the end of um, Rogue One, Rogue One, where he where, where Darth Vader just destroys everybody. We're like, yes, this is awesome. This is what we want. Um, Vader's pretty evil. I'm not going to lie. He just goes through and just chokes everybody. And Which kills is, he snaps people. the neck of a kid. Yeah. yeah. And we see it. We don't hear it. We see the neck snap. We're we're getting we're getting that's good character development from Darth Vader. He should be an evil character, and he that's what we wanted. Evil. He's a murderer's evil thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's the evil Vader that we've been wanting to see for ages because he's literally the most evil person in the galaxy. He's, he's even supposed, worse than the Emperor at some point. At he's supposed point. to be the best villain in any of all cinema. You know, exactly. like exactly. Uh, it's it's him and Bruce from Jaws. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> 
<laughs> and now we finally got to see it. I loved, I love the 20 minutes. I think my it, it, issue yeah, go, go. It, it, it kind of, it kept going to me. There were a couple of issues with it where like he was walking too much instead of like doing stuff to actually catch Obi-Wan. And uh, my problem with you, and I, I, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure you've had the same thing. It messes with some of the, the actual story of Star Wars to yeah, me. Yeah, there's a lot of continuity things that I am worried about, and I want to see what they end this show. We, you know, we're halfway through; it's only six episodes. Um, one of my biggest things that I was having since they announced the show when they announced Hayden Christensen is that, based on Star Wars lore, they have this fight and they haven't seen each other for years when they meet each other in the Death Star. And then a lot of That's people exactly are exactly what I was with. Yeah. And then a lot of people are saying, well, there's this one line that Vader says to him, you know, last time, whatever, I was the master or whatever, blah, blah, blah. There's a line in, in A New Hope. I can't think of it right now that that's apparently the line they're going to like grab to in order to give us a fight and a showdown between them in this series, which I'm like, I think it's a little bit of a stretch, but fine. Um this third episode, I think I hated the very ending when Leia is captured by third by the third sister, because for me, I think it breaks with the continuity of Vader not knowing about his kids. Because I am assuming I haven't seen episode four, so this is just theory that there is a possibility that the third sister captures Leia and Vader's right there, so Vader could meet Leia. I just don't know how there's no kind of force sensation between them for him to know that yeah. she's either a force sensitive or know something else. So there's continuity things that I'm really worried about. Yeah. Um, this reminds me a lot of fantastic beasts, which is one of mm. my issues in the Harry Potter world where the, the continuity issues just don't work. So I want to see what's going to happen in the next three episodes. I am really surprised though, that the episode is very Leia centric. Yeah. And how everything revolves about him saving her. I don't know how I feel about that either. Yeah. And like I I'm there's also the issue of like, you know, Leia, when she asks Obi-Wan for help in the beginning of A New Hope, she says, like, you know, you fought with my father in the Clone Wars. That's how I know you. Not from like, oh, you saved me this one time seven years ago, you know, like that. And then and then the other one, too, with like where I was I was. I was wary when um, Obi-Wan and Darth Vader cross swords. Like at that moment, I was like, oh, they, they, they cross swords here. Like I thought the last time they should have crossed swords was at the end of the the last prequel. And then mm -hmm. in Star in, in a new hope, that's yeah. when that was, that should be that gap because he does say the thing like, you know, now I am the master, the master. and that's when it does kind of break that continuity for me, but uh, who knows? I'm hoping the next three episodes are good. Um, we know it's going to end with six on this series, at least. They've not announced anything further yet, um, but I'm, I'm hoping for a, a good continuation, a good ending for this story. I don't Same. have high hopes, but, you know. Same. Yeah, I just, you know, I, I, I think we know where this is going. If you follow Star Wars, if there is, not if there is, I'm assuming, because they said there's this big battle between them. There is going to be a big legit fight between them um i wish it wouldn't have started or would have we i i wish the cat and mouse that they had at the end of this episode would have been just the cat and mouse instead of the lightsaber little attack because that wasn't even a fight because kenobi was getting murdered um 
So I wish it would have been just the cat and they would have left the crossing of the swords for later on. Yeah. Um, you know, we know how it ends or how it should end. Kenobi, sh- he won the first one in Revenge of the Sith. He should lose this one. Um, but yeah, well, I, I don't know. I, I am hoping for a big cameo and I'm hoping it happens. So we'll see. We will see. Who, who is the cameo you're hoping for? I'm hoping Liam Neeson shows up as Qui-Gon. Um, it could be a forest ghost. Yeah. Yeah. I situation. think because yeah. the, the, the reason there's two reasons why Kenobi is here is to protect Luke and to train in the force ghost thing. That's literally Yoda tells him at the end of Avengers. Yeah. I'm going to send you, you to train the, with your old it's master. In the recap too. Yeah, exactly. Um, and this all three episodes is like, master, come to me, master, whatever, blah, blah, blah. He does say something in the last episode too. So like we get yes. the, uh, the voice at least. Yeah. So I, 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 I have a feeling that, Liam Neeson will appear as Qui-Gon at some point. Um, isn't there also the rumor? Ghost. Isn't there also the rumor that Darth Maul is supposed to show up too? I read that, and that'll be yeah. interesting to see. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I I just I I'm. So you said what did you say that you think this show should have been shorter or shorter episodes? Yeah, I think I think my problem with my problem with this show is it's it's. <laughs> I think each episode is about 10 minutes too long. I think, I think ultimately this could have been made as a movie. Um, I think the, the, the motivation behind characters is too forced and not fleshed out. And then they feel like they need to flesh it out. Like third sister, it seems way too eager without any understanding of why. And when you draw it out over three episodes and we still don't know why that becomes a problem. And the, the dynamics behind the scenes are, are weird and obi-wan is taking too long to do things and the scenes with him and leia are too long to the point of being somewhat annoying and we don't get a redemption quick enough Mm -hmm. of the leia character as as, you know we don't get the turn quick enough for that and i feel like some of it is just it's taking too long to the point where it's actually detrimental to the series as a whole and this is where I agree with you. And this is where I think Star Wars is faltering in this specific episode. I mm-hmm. think that is missed. And I agree with everything that you're saying, especially because most people have not seen Rebels. Everything that you just described kind of and will makes not kind of it makes more sense if you've already seen the animated show rebels which rebels timeline wise is after kenobi so kenobi then comes rebels and then comes rogue one and a new hope because we get the inquisitors there that's where we all know them whatever so for somebody who just likes you know he likes star wars and sees this but hasn't seen clone wars or rebels i agree with you this misses the point and i don't think you can rely on everybody having watched clone wars or rebels and this show is relying a little bit more on that than I expected them to. Yeah. And I think, I think just from a, from a filmmaking perspective, I think it just is a little bit less than perfect. I mean, I still think this, this is, I think this is way better than the book of Boba Fett. Um, I don't think this is better than the Mandalorian. I think the Mandalorian. I don't think they'll ever surpass Mandalorian. The Mandalorian is fantastic. Uh, the Mandalorian season two is better than this. Uh, even the Mandalorian season 2.5. 2.5 is better than this that one episode that we had uh is better than two this. episodes uh, two episodes two episodes well the, specifically the, the one the the mandalorian season that's only about him yeah yeah that's the because <laughs> in the second episode they're like oh this is about boba fett let's bring him in for 45 seconds <laughs> oh, God. in the meeting yeah uh uh-huh. yeah anyway um but i i this is way better than book of boba fett uh 
but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll hope to be good for the rest of the series. We'll, we'll definitely recap it when it's done. We'll definitely yeah, recap sure. it when it's done. For sure. Yeah. I think it's worth it. Um, a show that we're, we're glad that it's over is uh, Halo, but we'll talk about that after a quick break. So the Halo series, uh, this is one that we've been wanting to talk about for quite some time because it ended a couple weeks ago and we never really had a chance to talk about it because we had so many other things that were actually good to talk about. And we, this ended, thankfully. Thank and- God. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing was the last credit roll. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so like we watched every episode of this and it was kind of a weird show to watch all of because each week we're like, is this the week when it gets good? Cause we, we talked about the first episode and I think the second episode too. And we really liked the first episode, the episode, episode one starts off with a bang. It's like really, really cool. It's exactly what I wanted. It's so cool. The first like half was awesome. And like all those action set pieces worked really well. You know, there's just really cool moments, really cool world to dive into. And then the rest of the show happened and just. And then we you know, had to wait, what, eight weeks to the final episode for to get yeah. something slightly better. Oh, God, it's such a bad show. Oh, my God. I'm sorry to those of you that worked on Halo, but like. That's a bad show. <laughs> Uh, like there's, 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 I think, uh, there's a 10 minute sequence and I think it's episode six, five or six, something like that. Six, seven. I don't know. I don't know which episode. Cause I don't want to go back and look cause it's just so painful. Uh, there was like a 10 minute sequence, which was good when they had like a cool fight scene in the middle of an episode. Oh, when they're digging the up the other thing. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they were digging up the artifacts and, uh, in the end, the covenant attack and, yeah. you know, that was a cool, that was a cool scene. And then uh, the rest of the show just sucked until the last episode. I think the last episode, the problem for me is the very, we're going to talk about the show a little bit. Some things worked. Most of it didn't. Um, but the first episode, the first half of the first episode was exactly what I wanted. And then we get the rest of the show, which is just, I think very, very bad. And we'll talk about why it's bad, but the last episode I thought was actually really good for the show because i think the last episode is more what i was expecting you get a lot of covenant you get some covenant lore you get some you fill in gaps about the covenant that we don't know about and you get some cool you know it looks corny the cgi you know Mm -hmm. the cgi is not very good i mean we get basically like well-rendered cutscenes from the halo series and you know it doesn't look very good but you know we get some cool action sequences you know with like uh, sniper rifles, we get it with assault rifles, and you know, you get the first person shots again, which is really cool. The sound effects are back. Cortana's there this time because we get Cortana introduced, and you get some really cool action set pieces there. Um, it so it ended very well, and that's what I was hoping for the entire series. Mm-hmm. Um, what did, did those things work for you? Um, yeah, that's the only two things that worked the first episode and the last because I really did like the entirety of episode one, especially the opening, obviously. Um, and I enjoyed the last episode. Listen, I am I'm approaching this as a person who's only played Halo a few times with my cousins when I was a kid. So I'm not a fan. I know you're a fan of the games. So you know mm-hmm. the lore of the games. So for me, this is just I know a little bit. I played it a little bit, but as a TV show, this I enjoyed those aspects. Um, I loved every time we were in game mode and we were just as watching it through his eyes i thought that was really good 
Um, but damn, the episode one and, ep- and the la- episode nine, we had to suffer through seven episodes of just horribleness. And there were what two centric episodes just on Quan, who I hate that storyline. I thought it was so awful. Um, you know, even even if you're a bad show and you give me amazing set design, amazing um, visual effects or whatever, but they were really up and down, really roller coastery. There were some moments they were good, others were not. Um, I hate Halsey. I don't understand her character. I know it changes. I think from the the games a little bit. Um, I don't think anybody's likable. What is it, the UNCS or whatever? UNSC, is? yeah. The UNSC. Oh, I am so over that. Yeah, I and, and I'm with you. Even I don't know the games, I'm with you. There was no reason, and Pablo Schreiber is, I think he's sexy, but there was no reason for Master Chief to be without his helmet 98% of this show. I think, I think ultimately, so I, I want to talk about what doesn't work for the show. And um, for me, it's, it's seriously, it's every time that he takes his helmet off, it just, you don't care. You do not want to see his face. So throughout the series of the game, uh, Master Chief always has his helmet on. He always has it on. You never see his face. Uh, there, that's like a running joke. There's like even a gif of him taking his helmet off and he's just wearing another helmet. Like that's like a, a funny gif you can find online, but like he never takes it off. The moment he takes off his mask, his helmet, rather, every time he doesn't have his helmet on, I don't care. Um, I don't care about this character. I really don't. No, like, I'm not watching this show to watch John, the character John. And you don't care about his storyline, his background. I don't care about John. I don't care about his childhood. I don't care about anything that John is going through from a weird emotional standpoint which doesn't actually resonate with anybody um or 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 anything that is going on with him in halsey or mm-hmm. with his conflict of what is my purpose or or whatever none of that matters to me all that matters like the, the fans of the series are a fan of master chief no one is a fan of john and we get so much john throughout the series and like trying to humanize a character that we don't really need to know about my biggest problem with this is what they do with the master chief is they turn him into john first of all and they make the character the character you root for in the series is the master chief the character who is you're rooting for him because he's badass he's like you know going around jumping through you know elbowing people in the face like elbowing the covenant elites in the face and then like you know throwing grenades and and having a good time and like in saving the world he needs to get in the warthog, get to the point and save the day. What you're doing instead, because he's badass. Instead, what they do with this series is they take the character and they make him sympathetic. They make you care about him only because you feel bad for him. You're not actually rooting for John throughout the series. You're not rooting for the character. Instead, what you're doing is you feel bad for him and you want to hope that he gets... He gets his justice in the end rather than feeling like this character is awesome. I'm really excited about watching him. You're like, okay, I guess, I guess I have to feel bad because he was taken from his parents and, and then manipulated by Dr. Halsey, who for some reason is manipulating them and and whatnot. Like it's just never, it never creates the emotional core or link that it's trying to create. Uh, It creates a character we don't, like we don't care about and it, it's just there's there's big big problems with that for me i i agree just as a, again i don't know the games 
um, as you do. But just as a story, I, I'm walking into Halo just wanting what we got those first 10 minutes. That's what I want. You know, just kick assery, kill aliens. I don't care about an entire episode in a cabin when he was a kid remembering stuff. Like, I really don't care about that. I just want him killing aliens. Um, and then if and also you're he, gonna, if he's you're also not, that, he's also not good enough of an, like, I don't know that Pablo Schreiber is as he's not as commanding and convincing in this role. Cause he's trying to play like a reserved emotional wreck trying to someone trying to reestablish their emotions, but mm-hmm. it just doesn't work. It doesn't resonate with anybody that you don't, like you said, you don't care about that episode in the cabin where he's like being forceful and he, he says stuff and you're never like afraid that he's going to do something because mm-hmm. he's just so, it just doesn't work. I liked her. I liked when it came to like, not that I was emotionally invested in any of the characters, but if I were to say I was emotionally invested in a little bit in one of them, it was more about the other soldier, the one with the blonde hair that paints her hair red and whatever. Oh yeah, Kai I, or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah, I liked her more when it came to her story or feel or a little bit more for her than Master Chief. Because Master Chief is just, I want to see him kill people. That's all I want. I, I don't know. And then I do not like... Um, I even forgot her name. The human that works for the aliens. Yeah. McKee. Yikes. Or, like, yeah. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. My thought, my thought with the last thing on the John character, um, I, I really thought, I said this at the beginning of the series, I think it would have been better had that not been Master Chief. If they had a character that they were like, John 118, that's fine by me. You know, yeah. not Master Chief, not Spartan 117. If they were like, oh yeah, 118, that's John. And then they did this character. I would have been like, okay, I can get behind this and see yeah. how there's some issues. But when you do it to the Master Chief, we just have too much background with that. So question um, about John. Does he, yeah. and in the games, we never, never see him in the, his, but he never takes off his helmet in his game. No. He's not part of the storyline. No, nothing at all. Okay. We so this entire background Chief. about John is completely made up for the show. Yes. Okay. It's, it just doesn't work. And then the other thing that's also, we, we get the other problematic characters, the, the covenant lady <laughs> with the fingernail blade. blade. Uh, that's that's my that's my description of her. Uh, the Covenant Lady with the fingernail blade, um, <laughs> McKee. Um, she's she is a character uh, in this show uh, who apparently speaks. The so Covenant she doesn't language. come from the games. No, not at all. Oh, okay. Not at all. Again, speaks I'll ask Covenant you a lot about the games because I don't. That's fine. <laughs> uh, as far as I know, I haven't really played much of the fifth one, but like whatever. Uh, yeah, not so. She's not connected there. Um, she she. She's a weird character. I don't think it works. Uh, the Covenant working with a, a human. And even then, her her characterization just never works. She's mm-hmm. supposed to be like an undercover agent and then like supposed to act like she's working for the Covenant while working while trying to infiltrate the humans, yet kills all the humans on one of the ships. And then like it's just awkward. And then like she gets captured and is like, oh my God, John, you're you and me are the same. We're the same. Let's let's hang out. And then there's a very, very uh there's a scene when for some, I, I knew it was going to happen too, because once they meet, you can feel that like, Oh, they're going to hook up at some point because it's just inevitable. Cause this is bad writing, um, which is double <laughs> bad writing, which is double bad because I don't think they actually realize the fact that John, who is this, you know, master chief of the Spartans of the elite of the elite decides to sleep with a prisoner of war. That's what he's ultimately doing here. 
That's so true. That's so problematic. Wow. <laughs> I'm done. And then, I'm and then done. she starts having emotional problems and rips off her fingernail, which I'm like, this is stupid. Um, which she doesn't ever do anything with too. Does she? I think she kills someone with her fingernail. Maybe one. And uh, to be f- and and also all of this is because she's not a good actress. No, no. This, so this she never true. she never sells me being in either side or being a double agent or I don't think she has chemistry with Pablo Schreiber either. No, not at all. So I I she's uh her it, character it, for me was like it just ugh. it just doesn't work. The character doesn't work. The storyline doesn't work. And then like she has the key to get on the halo, which isn't how the show works. Uh, that's not how the story of Halo works. But and then they're all, they're the two connected ones. And then all of the all of this spoiler comes to a combination, and the final episode happens. Really, that's it. So she's gone. Yeah, I hope she's like gone, gone, but she's not. She's like on the Halo, but Ugh. whatever. Um, <laughs> it just it just doesn't work. It just didn't work for me. Uh, yeah, it, it just it just didn't work. Um. I do want to talk about Kai. She's the pink haired Spartan, the one who uh, apparently decides to dye her hair with blood and then like it becomes pink and it continues to look was that way. Was it blood? She, I think in the first one, she, doesn't she? I can't remember if it was blood. I thought it was like a, I, like a, like a tint like from a fruit or something. Oh, whatever. She dyes her hair pink because she's like, it looks cool. Okay, so you're a trendy Gen Zer and you want to like dye your hair pink. Cool. Uh, um, after she gets, after she finally gets emotions because she's confused as a Spartan. Because she saw John and she took out the censor thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's an interesting character. I, uh, I you know, out of all the characters, uh, she's the one that I, I'm going to say I enjoyed, not like I enjoyed her the most. Um, there was, I don't know why I think there's something about her. Uh, there was something endearing about her to the point like in that final i think it's the final episode or the penultimate episode when we think she dies um i was like no like no she's the only one that i like like don't kill her so you know it was like and then i'm like yes thank god so i did not hate i did not hate her um you know she's the only one that i actually kind of enjoyed in the show yeah she's not she's not the worst but this this series is so i just think problem. i just think it's what you were saying i just think we don't it's like my issue when we try to like give these origin stories to villains and we try to humanize them it's the yeah. same thing here there's no reason for people to humanize these characters they're just yeah killing machines and that's what we want like you know we want we don't want the terminator to have feelings you know exactly. like and that you know, that's that's really what it is. We don't need like the characters from Predator or from Commando. We don't need, you know, Arnold Schwartz and any Arnold Schwarzenegger character doesn't need to have an emotional background. You know, we don't need to see their motivations. We don't need to see them struggle through stuff like we don't need that. That's not going to make this these characters interesting, more interesting. We're, we're interested already. We're watching the show because these are exciting characters. Uh, we, we, we know what Spartans are. We're watching it for an action show, not for a drama about emotional journeys of soldiers. That's not, that's not what we are. And I think the overall story itself is, is the is a little bit of a problem here. Yeah. Cause I think there's just not enough action in some of those episodes. There's like, I think it was since the first episode, it wasn't until episode five when a Spartan actually fires a gun, which is a problem. Um, no Spartan fires a gun. It's from episode one 
halfway through episode one until the fifth episode. So like, that's a problem. Wow. I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. That's a significant problem. Oh, I did not pick up on that, but I'm not, um, I'm not going to rewatch ever season one. So I will no. never pick up on it. <laughs> and then the, the, the final problem I really want to stress here is um, Quan who in the first episode is interesting. Uh, I'll give Quan credit in the, in the first episode. She's interesting. She's a character that kind of kicks off sort of this this series. She's the first character we meet. Um, the whole Quan Madrigal thing, though, just does not work at all. at all. I mean, of all of the, I mean, I go on IMDb a lot. I'm a big fan of IMDb, and I go through uh, all these different things. And even even some of my least favorite episodes, like episode, let's see, episode three which is like the stupid one with the house like you were talking about or that's episode four episode four is the one with the house where john puts on his helmet and then takes it off after five seconds literally i think there's five <laughs> seconds of time when he, he we're like sweet we're in action that's, mode that's, and that's he takes the cabin one right seconds. that's the cabin episode yeah. that's that got, that got a 6.6 which is a horrible episode and it got a 6.6 nothing really rates that low nothing rates below a five in in the, the series okay and, and anything on mdb really like five below five is detrimental episode seven which is the entirely Quan episode and her journey through magic gold which is nobody cares about got a 4.1 that's the episode where she meets the witches or whatever it is and yeah it is an atrociously bad episode that is nobody cares that is a horrible nobody episode. cares it's such a bad aside the character is more complainy than i feel bad for the actress because the actress isn't bad but the character is so complainy and so annoying and she's also supported heavily by the character that's name is uh soren i believe who was a spartan and then left and is just not interesting at all I played by like uh, his character either bokeem woodbine and it's just again not an interesting character and we just get really boring terrible characters in a terrible storyline that nobody cares about Everybody hates the Quan character. And I feel bad. I feel mostly bad for the actress. Um, you know, Yiren Ha is the name of the actress who plays Quan. And I feel bad for her because nobody cares. Nobody. Nobody. And it was a bad. I don't. I don't understand from a writing perspective. Why would you give an entire episode to this character? Because I think they just forgot about her and they just brought her in throughout the series and it just never connected with Master Sheaf once he left her in that planet. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't, think he I leaves don't her in the it. second episode. He leaves her in the second episode and we're like, okay, this character's gone. But then she keeps coming back and we're like, we we don't care. This isn't part of a story that we care about. I, I know they've already confirmed season two. So we're getting season two. I, I hope that they, they're going to probably write her out. They have to. They're going to write her out? How, how would they not? How, why, why do we care? Nobody I, cares. I don't, I don't think so. I think they're going to keep her in. I think, oh, I think they're going to try to keep going with this kind of like, you know, oppression story and her liberating her planet. I, I, don't, I don't, I mean, maybe they do it, but right now I don't see her. I don't see her, um, them cutting her out, cutting this storyline out of the show. I mean, the real question I have for you is why are we going to watch the second episode? Because we're masochists. We're, we're going to watch it because it's so... It's, <laughs> because we're masochists and we're glutton for punishment, Steve. That's why we're going to watch sad. season two. It's sad, but we, we're, we're going to watch season two. 
and I hate, okay, so I hate myself for watching it. Let's be I, I was watching. Uh, to be fair, I was watching this the other. I was watching this uh, when it when the series is out, and I'm watching a new episode. And Kayla comes down, and she's like, "Why are you watching the show? It's so bad." And I've talked about how bad it is, and I'm like, "I don't know. I don't know. I'm hoping that it's good, and it's it's just not. Every episode is just bad. It's so bad. I listen. I think for you." Well, for me as a show and for you as a fan of the game, I think deep down inside, we're kind of hoping maybe this is the episode that it gets good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, because I, you know, Halo is Halo. Halo is one of the biggest game franchises ever. Um, everybody loves, um, I mean, every, gamers love this. This is huge. Um, you know, we're in the era of taking these properties and making them into movies or TVs and actually good ones. You know, we've, we've gotten content in Marvel and Star Wars and other stuff, Mortal Kombat. And so I think we're just hoping that there, there's an episode that makes this good. So that's why we're going to watch season two. And that's why when it's not good, we're going to be here talking about why it wasn't good and why we wasted another nine hours of our lives watching it. So, you know, I have it's, a question for you, though. Yeah. Because um, um, what did you think of Cortana? I actually like Cortana. I think Cortana okay. grew into the best character in this in the series. I think she she took on the role that she was supposed to do. And I actually I that's the only thing that I think was redeeming. Um seeing the origins okay. of what Cortana was originally supposed to do. And then the way they that Cortana morphs into meeting up and and working with the Master Chief. Um ultimately, you know, taking over for the Master Chief in the last episode, but um, I think Cortana is the only character that works for me. Okay. What did you think? Um, just again, I don't, I don't know the the game. I I thought she was annoying most of it, but I do think by the end, and I think I told you this. Like, I don't like Cortana. I don't like her character. But towards the end of the season, um, the last two episodes, I'm like, okay, I grew, I grew. She grew on me. So I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. Um, again, I don't know the game. I'm really interested to see. I don't know if, if you know this or why or what happens um, when she takes over completely. Like, is that a thing from the game? Not really. Um, no. So, which is interesting. No, she's just there to help and support, which I think is what she ended up doing most of. And then like by the end, she just kind of takes over, which is part of the, the arc of that story. Um we'll we'll see where it goes i mean i'm gonna watch season two i don't know why i'm going to though um because you're you're like i'm a glutton for punishment you're Um, glutton for punishment absolutely yeah just like i'll watch all of the marvel series even though they're probably not going to be good you know Um, you know i'm gonna i'm gonna say something controversial i rather i i don't like kwan at all but i'd rather see kwan than halsey and her whole drama with her ex-husband and her daughter I yeah, the, the, that for me that was even worse than the Quan storyline. I hated that storyline of like, oh, like we're divorced and this is my daughter and I hate my daughter because she's not evil like me. I'm like, what is this melodramatic, young and the restless shit doing in Halo? Yeah, it doesn't. It didn't ring true. Um, I don't. There's there's so many issues. I hope that I hope the next season is improved. I hope that it does get better. And we, we get characters we care about. Um, I'm not going to bet on that. Um, I hope they take some feedback from this. Uh, there's, there's like, there's a lot of backlash towards this. And I hope that they read that and, and try to bring that into the new season. I was going to say, um, it's not us. I I've seen that 
um, the show for fans and general viewers alike was not well received. No, at all. Which is so. which is weird because like on IMDb, it's like pretty well received, but like outside of that, I don't know who is liking this show. I don't know who this show is for. It's not for fans of the of the TV of like of the games because mm-hmm. the fans of the games don't like this. So I don't know how these ratings are the way that they are. They must be paying someone off for this because I just... mean, yeah, but but at least in in like social media, Twitter specifically, which is where these hashtags take off. I remember when the episodes were coming out weekly, and at the end, people were not happy. Uh, this show definitely did not live um, leave an imprint on like the pop culture stuff. Like it started, it ended, and people forgot that Halo existed. Which is weird for a property that has been part of pop culture for so long, a gaming property that has been part of pop culture for so long. Yeah, and that's uh, it's just really unfortunate. Um, but we'll be here for season two. We'll cover it whenever that is. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, yikes. Yeah. Well, we'll be back next week with uh, more stuff on. I have no idea what, but uh, we'll we'll find something. Out. On something, so get excited. Uh, actually, I think you're not going to be here next week, right? I am not going to be here next week. I so am, it'll just be me and uh, some special you. guests. I am on vacation, so I am taking a little vacation time. Good time. So it'll be me and some special guests. So get excited for that, uh, and we'll catch you guys next week. See ya. Bye.